Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Really NFL is right? modern day slavery. And Stephen Ross owned and he paid me millions. And slaves got paid too. Slaves got paid. Slaves got paid what too. What did they pay with? With housing. As with housing. And a with housing. As saved. What are you talking about? You didn't, you didn't own your career. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we write to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. And this is season two, episode two. Okay. And the first one to answer, name the artist for 500. Travis Tritt. Who? Travis Tritt. Travis Tritt? I ain't ever heard of Travis Tritt. You can't answer. You can't answer. No, you can't answer. Oh, Seth can answer. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. His voice said, <laughs> I don't listen to rap. He lying. He lying. Who? What you, who Hoover did, bro? When we work out, I like Troy music. I like old school. That's my music. That ain't Troy's music. That ain't show music. That man. is my That's Troy music, man. I put it on oldies. Nah, <laughs> no, you don't. And it's only for the first 15 minutes. Yeah, I like old school. You like, like old school? And jazz, jazz and blues. Old school jazz and blues. You know what's interesting? You can't even understand what nobody's saying today anyway. What's interesting is, uh, but can we understand what any Florida play, what Florida person is saying? Well, who do you think? Huh? We can't really understand what Florida people say in general. What do you mean? Uh, rap has changed. Know, the sound has changed completely. You don't hands. understand what the hell they're saying. Every it's mumble, it's mumble rap. I don't know what the f- they talk about. So, so you don't listen to? Okay, that, but that don't mean that. You, so basically, what you're saying is you don't listen to uh, modern hip hop, but you listen to you still listen to old school like. You know, some Scarface, some Jay-Z, some Nas. You know okay. what the hell they talking about. You can understand what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. What are they rapping about f- today? I can fight with that. Popping pills and drinking and I don't do that no more. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. What he said, age. That's what it is. It's age. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, it's cool. But that's what's in that. The sound will change in another seven years. It'll be a different sound. And I think history repeats itself, so the sound will go back to actually understanding what the artist is saying. Being there's Lyrics. substance to what the Lyrics. The lyric. Lyrical. Yeah. I mean, they're lyrical. I still can't understand the shit. What does WAP stand for? What does WAP stand for? What ass That's what you make the songs about, the lyrics and stuff. What's, what's wrong with that? Come on, man. Nothing. <laughs> If you're blessed with it, why can't you talk about it? Why can't women own their sexuality? Why do y'all have such a problem? You want to own their sexuality, but you don't want women to own their sexuality. (laughs) And that is the problem. Well, how about this? NFL is modern day slavery. Make yourself better than a stripper. NFL modern day slavery? Modern day slavery. What was the slave salary cap? What was the slave salary cap? He owned you. And Stephen he, Ross owned and he paid me millions. And, and, and how 
how does it feel? And how does it feel? And slaves got and paid too. Famous. And slaves got paid too. Slaves got paid. Slaves got paid what too. What did you pay with? With housing. As with housing. And a with housing. As slave. What are you talking about? You didn't. Own, you didn't own your career. I didn't own my career. I don't career. think any football player does. <laughs> <laughs> I own mine. I didn't follow any rules. What that mean though? Did I didn't you, follow the rules. Did you own it? Yes. You paid fines. You pay. You pay. You pay. Were over they $5 able? Million were they, dollars were they fines in your great career? Question. Were they able to control me? Uh, Did I, mean, I follow took your any money? rules? Were they able to no, control me? No, you didn't me? follow any rules. Thank you. Period. Case closed. And that's why that's your legacy closed. is you different than others. Rules, correct? Pay them okay. to play your game. I don't care. So every every, every worker they every take, worker at a store is is owned by the owner because they get a salary to work at that store. The people that work at this restaurant they're owned by the owner of the restaurant because they get a salary. To be in the store. There's NFL teams. You have a salary. There's to much play more football. regulations no. on an NFL player than it is on someone and that works at a restaurant. I know that you keep changing the topic. Every time you get a check from somebody as a superior, you're owned by them. Your That's check, what you're your saying. check comes with a lot more limitations. I used to do the contracts. Okay, I know. is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Is that your so checks are different than the public workers a, and the Walgreens workers are owned. No, because they guess get a check. They get a second to do a job. Because if you work at Walgreens, you can post whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. That's different. You didn't have that right. And you don't have the right to judge someone else for how they make money off of their body. You made money off of your body. And professional athletes and strippers, same thing. Why are you looking down on them? I'm asking you a question. You can't keep just changing and asking questions. questions. I, if you take money from a superior, you're owned. If you believe that, to some it's extent, ridiculous. To some okay, extent. well, that, well that's extent. it. That's different Absolutely. ideologies that we think. Absolutely. If I'm getting paid to do a job, it's my profession. Profession. And they're getting paid to profession. do their job. So why aren't they why not a respectable their job? Come on now. Why is it irrespectable? Because you have a problem with women owning their sexuality. You just admit it. Owning their it sexuality. It makes you uncomfortable. All right, so it here's, makes you uncomfortable. So no, like, no, this is really good discussion. Oh, what do we have here, chef? Steak house bruschetta. So it's like a ribeye on top of a bruschetta with uh, smeared blue cheese underneath. Very flavorful, a couple of different flavor components with the basil, tomato, and balsamic vinegar. Looks great. Interesting conversation, 2020 NFL season. Um, what are you guys seeing? Who are you following? What storylines? What teams? Et cetera, et cetera. Because there's a lot going on. We got football. We got COVID-19. What's your procedure? What's your policy? How do you approach that? And then you also have this dynamic of racial tension. I strongly believe, like, Black man gets shot, black football player don't play because the NBA set the precedent. So there's like three things that I'm, I'm following here. So, but I'm curious to see like, you know, what you guys are excited about, what you guys aren't excited about, no fans in the stand, et cetera, et cetera. I'm excited about the game in general. Obviously, Dolphin fan, Bengal fan, I'm excited about Burrow. Hoping that the culture shifts in Cincinnati Fan of the Dolphins. Not sure how Fitzpatrick will do. You know, he's, he's an up and down player. Excited about Tua. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it. I think the top dogs are going to always be the top dogs, the Green Bays, the Kansas Cities. Obviously, Cam, I'm excited about him, especially after his performance week one. So let's break down before, let's break down. So you, Cincinnati Bengal, you know, all time, legend there, Hall of Famer, which, 
You say, oh, I don't care about being a Hall of Famer. <laughs> but that's a whole other segment, whole other episode. Stop allowing them people to control you off of something that bro, they that's created. What, bro, you can't mm. tell me. You put on a yellow jacket. They created that, and you're worried about being You created that. You put on a no, yellow jacket. because I felt I deserved it. I don't. If I wanted to play politics, I would have been a politician. Mm. So what you put on a yellow jacket? Because I'm worthy of being... Oh, my God. Is he serious? <laughs> <laughs> you went to college. You know why I put it on. Because I'm a Hall of Famer in my eyes. I'm not waiting for you. So what, basically what you're saying is... And that's when I felt I'm worthy of being Hall of Fame. So in that moment, when you put on that yellow jacket, you're like, yo, I did everything to show... The, like, I'm, I'm, show I'm, the great, I'm one of the greatest. For you. For, me, yeah. for you, in that moment, when you put on a yellow jacket and you scored that touchdown, you came back to the sideline. And you thought about this. You thought about this in the I hotel room. I told you room. why. Because I've across 10,000 yards. I needed 34 yards across 10,000. And at that moment, I feel I am Hall of Fame worthy. And I'm not waiting on. Mm. Do you, okay, all right. So let's say this. In your mind, you, you knew back then. That was what? How many years ago? I don't know. So long. Ago. Almost 10 years ago. Maybe even more. Longer than that. Longer than that? Yeah. Damn. Mm. It's a long time. So and almost more than 10 years ago, you knew that you was a Hall of Famer. So, like, do you think that you will be voted in and, and win? Nah. You don't think you'll be voted in? Mm -mm. Politics. Why? Knucklehead, just, nah. I, I disagree. No, but if T.O. got in... T.O. is the second in every category there is. They had no choice but to let him in. They still played him. Mm-hmm. And you also said something, um, you said something off camera, but you talked about, like, you know, the best receivers of all time. And you said T.O. and Randy Moss. I like, I like Jerry, like Jerry. But I'm just saying, okay, for so me, actually like, seeing, seeing in person, up close, my own eyes, T.O. and Moss, man. You put them above Jerry? No, no, that's, no. But I, I watched seeing them, I'm just saying. So I, give, me your top, give me your top five all-time wide receivers then. And that's that's too much. That's too much. Yeah. No, you got to do what you mean. Nah, I mean just 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 too much right now. Put me on that spot. I just to me, my favorites are T.O. and Randy. T.O. Randy. Yeah. Right. I I think you're running away from the conversation. I I'll do it. My top five all time. I will put T.O. number one. Over Jerry. I put T.O. over Jerry. Yeah, like what he was able to, able to do, bro. Jerry was different. Let's not take anything away from Jerry. His work ethic, second to none. But you put T.O. with two of the all-time greatest quarterbacks? Right. That speed, that size, that football IQ? What could he have done? What more can he have done? What would Jerry have been if Jerry had the technology and the nutrition and all that we had that T.O. had when Jerry's back there eating damn uh, ramen noodles and going out there and breaking every record in football? I see what you're saying, but I can't really buy into that because Jerry was next level in his own right. Like Jerry, the way he approached his offseason, how he worked, was different than most guys. And Jerry got bumped. Jerry played back when they could, they could, they could damn near make a baby with the receiver down the field. <laughs> T.O., what was what y'all got, five yards? And no. now they can't even touch with the head of bro. I can't, I can't deal with the Jerry Rice disrespect now. Yeah. So, so, so you got Jerry Rice number one? Yes. So give me your top five. Then. If Ocho don't want to give his top five, no, 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 it's okay. We can put it on wax. You scared to give I your top five? I like, I like, I like. I you just gave, you my, gave you my two. Oh, I, I've never been a politician. I, I gave you my two. I don't like to be political. No, he, he I gave you my you two. You acknowledge that Jerry was on another level. 
Yeah, I gave you my two. That's the only two that matter. The rest after that, it, it, it doesn't but matter. Jerry, Jerry's not so, after okay, that. So there's no order. There's no order. So Jerry's not in your top two. Yeah, he, I mean, he's cool. He's in his own stratosphere, but I like T.O.M. most. <laughs> so he's saying that Jerry's number one. No, he's not saying that. But that's in fact that's, 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 that's what you're inferring. T.O. and Moss. I'm not talking about Jerry. T.O. and Moss are my favorite. Exactly. We, okay, let's not talk about Jerry. Let's talk about Rashid. So we're going to come back to I'm going to let you simmer on that because I'm, I'm Mr. Not Politician. Okay, I mean, so we'll let you sit there. No, and okay, you want to play politics right now because the receiver politics. culture, I get it. Channing, give me your top five wide receivers. Easy. It's just Chad, but he don't want to say it. Jerry, Moss, T.O. That's three. your three. What's four or five? You got Marvin Harrison. I mean, you Marvin's can go so many there. different ways. But the old dudes, boy, you got to just remember, too, man. There's some, there's some OGs like that play with Jerry that we, we're not thinking about because we didn't see them play. But like a Paul Warfield. And there's just receivers back in the day, bro, that was special. But we can't do it. I tell you this. I'm with Chad. I didn't see Jerry run on the field. I lined up against Randy Moss, mm. and there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Triple team, quadruple team, if they throw the ball real high, you're going to get it. Most yeah. amazing thing I seen was playing Randy Moss and Tom Brady. What was that, 07? Oh, yeah, unbelievable. So you like, you like Moss over T.O.? Yes. Interesting. I, to me, T.O. is the greatest receiver of all time. I like T.O., I like Randy Moss, and then I like Jerry at three. Oh, numbers, numbers, numbers. I, I just look at like if everything was equal, if everything was equal, that's my top three. And then four, do you scare? He's scared. He's so scared. He is so scared to give his top five. He because I, so I, I don't have a top five. I don't have a top five. I get it. I get it. I don't have a top five. You're going to would have cussed out Joe Montana's ass every game. Here's my four. My four is, I'm like you, bro. I can't go four or five. I don't have a You can't even go wrong. I'm just saying you can't go wrong. Three to five. You can't Man, go wrong. Who? It's interchangeable. But T.O. and Moss are on another fucking level. Yeah. Well, what made them so special, though? Dude, for one, T is just a, just a absolute beast. Randy, obviously, height, speed. How you 6'5 and running 4'2"? You're not supposed to be able to do that at yeah. that size. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how? They're, the, the DBs play 10 yards off. He runs five yards. The DB still has a seven-yard cushion. He throws his hand up and still runs by you. Yeah. Like, what, what are you, how? Mm -hmm. I remember when Cole Pepper came to the Dolphins, and I was a Miles Moss fan my whole life. So Cole Pepper come to the Dolphins from Minnesota with Moss and Card and them boys out there mm -hmm. balling. And I was talking to Pep one day. Pep told me, he said, bro, my check down was throwing the ball as far and as high as I can. It let it rip. So when the shit hit the fan, everybody else looked for a little running back. He said he cocked back and just let it fly. And he knows he cannot, he can't throw further than Randy can go get it. Wow. I remember there was a clip that on the sideline where Randy Moss went to uh, Cole Pep. was like, bro, just throw it as far as you can. You know, that's so true. I, I would say this because I'm working my way here because I, I haven't really thought about this. But four would, for me would be Calvin Johnson. I was about to say, Ooh. Calvin is in there and Larry Fitzgerald owns some, Cal he needs some respect too. Yeah, I like, I, I love, I love, I love Larry and I will always use him as an example as the ultimate pro. If my son said, I want to play wide receiver and I'm going to point to Larry over right. all these guys we're talking about. Right. But I got to go with Calvin number four and I got to go with number five. I truly believe um, Julio Jones. Julio. Julio. He's going he to finish up there. Julio. He's going to finish up there. Yeah, Julio's like, nice. I, I mean, and the reality is, like, if you put Julio in, in New England with Tom Brady, 
and, and just averaging maybe 1,200 yards a year, not 1,500 yards like he's just a maniac right now. He's on the tier, um, whatever that is. I, I, I think Julio goes down as like probably the best receiver of all time. I think Antonio, I, I think Antonio would have went down better than Julio if he would have just been playing consistently. From a number standpoint, yeah. From a number standpoint, but from an actual like talent, like I, I like you trying to talent. get a touchdown, you gonna throw the AB. No, I'm throwing that. No, if I'm trying to get a touchdown, I'm throwing that Julio. AB is really good. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. Like no, AB is a beast. And you gotta look at him. I'm talking, for, I'm talking, for what he does for his look, size, size, for what he... speed, skill, football IQ. That's what I'm looking at. You know, AB is he that's the fastest? No, he's not the fastest. He's super quick though. And he came from the he bottom. Got, like he, he, got great, he, he, got great he didn't have an IQ. easy role to get to where he's at. So you got to put respect on that. Just like you got to put respect on Jerry Rice going to an HBCU. Like, there's some respect that you have to give to A.B. for what he did for his size and for him to be able to catch it deep and go up against anybody. That's true. Just like but, you say, somebody can just need to throw okay, it up. So, so you can throw, you throw saying, it up and A.B. So, is going to catch that so shit. So basically what you're saying is you're going to take – you have a draft right now. Let's say uh, S.A. – S.A. Strippers is a profession club. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got right. S.A. Strippers is a profession club. No, women, and, yeah, no. women Empowerment Club. Thank you. Continue. Oh, okay, okay. Continue. Women Empowerment Club. For over, first overall pick 2021 NFL draft. Wide receivers on the board. You got Julio. You got A.B. You're going, basically what you're saying is you're going with A.B. Yeah, well, did you go to the Houston Super Bowl? Did you see what happened to the Falcons? What's that got to do with Julio? Was he on the team? All right. So let's push the conversation forward then. Now, today, you got Odell. This is a crappy situation uh, around Odell. And none of y'all picked up on that. None oh, of y'all. Yeah, that, that was like over y'all head. I, I didn't know we were going there. You on radio every single day. I didn't know we were going there because Odell. I knew he, 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 going. That's he why I started eating my food. I mean, so, yeah, no, 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 no. It went over your head. It's okay. No, it didn't go over my head. I'm just. I didn't I mean, want to talk about it. He came out and said it was false. No, yeah. he did not say it was false. He said it's the craziest thing he's ever heard. That he same didn't thing. deny it. I tell you what, Odell. All his problems are brought on by himself. All his issues. Why he gets traded. Why he got left. Why they traded from the Giants. Why he about to get traded from the Browns <laughs> is on him. Hundred percent on Odell's personality. One of the most talented young men in the game right now. You said it. One of the most athletic young men in the game right now. Mentally, he needs he needs a big brother. He needs somebody to really take him on his wing. Odell brings everything on himself, and I almost feel sorry for him. Wait, he ain't doing nothing wrong. What you mean? Yeah, like what he do? What, what's wrong with him he, though? Bro, he just with all the with all the the, the the foolishness. With all the we saw the pictures with the coke on the bed with the girl. We just saw like. Don't act like this dude is, is, is a straight edge, straight arrow. You know what I'm saying? Chad, you always say like you didn't go by the rules. But bro, you didn't, when you look at Odell's situations with all the girls and the and, and doo-doo baby and the coke and all that stuff, Chad, you ain't do nothing like that. You, 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 you <laughs> went to your own beat. You, 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 you danced to your own beat, Chad. It's different. Chad, you know Chad, uh, Chad said he was an amateur pro. I want to see how you feel about it. With Odell with the, with the beating up, beating up, beating up the, the kicking net and then going to marry the kicking net and all that. You did all the Hall of Fame jacket and all that stuff. So are you okay with Odell's antics? You okay with that? Because I don't think the I team mean, that's is old. That's in the past. I mean, that was, that was two, three years ago with the Giants. I'm well, talking he, about right now, you know, it's a new season and everything is somewhat going well. He had a good game, you yeah. know, Thursday night against. 
against the Bengals. And when he come out, Chad, and don't get but two targets, he going to complain. He going to cuss out Baker. He going to cuss out Stefanski. He going to go crazy. He didn't complain last year. And the season wasn't good. Yes, it wasn't he did. a great season. He, Chad, didn't play. he had no targets last year. He bitched the whole time. He yeah, did. He did. So, all right, so, so, he made or, no so Channing, you're not convinced that with the with Baker Mayfield and uh, Cleveland Browns did on Thursday night football, that's not like that's not good enough. Against Cincinnati, it's good enough. No offense. You know what they did? They watched. They ran for 220 yards. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb make the Browns. Baker Mayfield better get used to turning around, handing the ball off. The Browns are about to become a running team. They're going to run Jarvis in the slot. They're going to trade Odell Beckham, hopefully, to New England so he can so, get some structure So he can play that game. After that yeah. game, everybody calling for Odell. You see the first 15, which is with notorious for the first 15, setting the first 15. Always scripted. Always scripted. And they're really trying to get the ball to Odell. You're, you think they're going to trade Odell? Yes. Oh. Yes. Odell is starting to become more of a, more of a headache than what his, what his production is showing. The only issue he's had is like that, but that, that's not really a scandal. He didn't do, he didn't do anything. He'd be all right. He didn't break yeah, out. He didn't I, get I, arrested. I think, I think Cleveland's going to be good. This is their season. Seriously. This is their season. With it's, Baker it's, it's, do, it's do or die for Baker, yeah. And you're like from it. that division, so you know You like right. Baker? Oh, yeah. Bro, what I'm about doing. him do you like? You know I like, what I, like? His, I like his fucking moxie. <laughs> I like his moxie. <laughs> you moxie? Like yeah. I got that from TV. (laughs) (laughs) Baker is one step above Johnny Manziel. No, let me tell you what I like about Baker. Big facts. That's not true. Big facts. That's not big facts. facts. Baker threw 35 interceptions in two years. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. He's too big for his britches. It's about development. You might be right there, but I think the kid was humble. I like what I'm seeing here now. Is is it natural to him? Is it organic for him to be humble and address the media? He needs to go back to being himself, not that fucking. I don't agree shit. with you on that. He, he I, like right he I like where he's at right now. I like where he's at right now. Here's, here's what I like. Let's shit, go to Thursday night football. He sucked last season. Here's what I like. Baker Mayfield is not the quarterback to drop back 40 to 50 times. That's what they were asking him to do. Guess what they did on Thursday night football? Got him out the fucking pocket. Exactly. Get out the pocket. Use your athletic ability. Keepers, boot, game. Play action. It worked. Why? Because exactly what you said. The Cleveland Browns is a running team. That's not going to work. And guess what happens when you have a running team? It takes the sh- it takes all of the pressure off, off of the, the quarterback. quarterback. So but guess what he can do? What he does best? Get outside the pocket. Play action. Guys are wide open. You got one or two reads. You throw it. That's what he did. I like Baker Mayfield. And another thing I really like about, about Baker Mayfield, there's two plays. Number one, the touchdown to Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. He boots to his left against his body. He throws a 40-yard touchdown, a bomb. You don't ask quarterbacks to do that. You know That's what's funny? A, you you know can't why? do that. You know what's funny? The series before that, they were in the same play on the right side of the ball. And I forgot who the DB was. Who 22 for the Bengals again? Um, Jackson. Jackson. Jackson had it covered, and he had to throw it out of bounds. They ran the same play on the opposite side, and he had Odell pump fake it. But how do you call that play? You can't call that play. There's only been a handful of quarterbacks, and I may I may miss one or two, that's been asked to do that consistently. Brett Favre, Michael Vick in Philly, not in Atlanta. Michael Vick in Philly. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. And, and Russell Wilson. Boy, and, the Casey, only boy and KC got it. Boy and KC can do all that. Yeah, he can do that, but they, 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 they're not big on that. He, see, yeah. he, he, can, he just sit in the pocket, and then he runs around. He can around do everything. Yeah. But, like, their teams aren't asking receivers to do that, uh, quarterbacks to do that. He did that. And he made it look easy. 
And then the second thing that when that made me jump out my seat with Baker Mayfield Thursday night was that throw to the wide side of the field, the speed out. That's a pick six. You saw Tom Brady down in New Orleans throw that he same made, exact made, route. It was, a a quick, it was a quick out but he made a and mistake. went six. He made a mistake. He made a mistake. If he, you're an inch off. He hits. He hits and then let the ball go. And, that's, and, you, and that proves my point how hard of a throw that is. You have the GOAT, Tom Brady. Oh, he's 43. No, this guy can still ball. So you're sold on the Browns this season? I'm not sold. We see two years of garbage play out of Baker. Exactly. 30 plus games of nothing that anybody's impressed what by. Point and you see two throws, one minute. cross body, and now he came into At his what own. Point does what a player come into their defense? own? Listen to that. What point does a player come into their own? What year? It, it, what year, year does a player come to their own? to me, Ocho, it's one play. My dad one always play. told me growing up, he said, son, it takes one play. That and and damn it, was he right. High school is one play where I had that made that one play against Oviedo High School, and then everything <laughs> changed for me. After that? It was one play in college. It was Liberty University, and everything changed for me. There was one play in the NFL where everything changed when, for me. When did you and it was Sunday Night Football against the Seattle Seahawks. What year? How you, how you know year? that's Baker's play, though? Seattle Seahawks was year um, two. How you know that's Baker's play? How do I know? It's Baker's play. The moxie. <laughs> <laughs> hey. But, Jack, but you. The moxie. Hey, I you get mean, it from TV. You, <laughs> hey, you talked about the speed out. And Tom getting going to pick six. Now all this ample about Tampa Bay, Bruce Arian, all these weapons, Godwin, all these tight ends with Brayton, and all that Mike Evans. Bro, I don't know if Tom, I don't know if Tom can carry this team to no Tom Super Bowl. Look, Tom look a little and old. Tom look a little old with no preseason games. Ain't he supposed to look like Chad? Don't you sit there and say he's a preseason game. Everybody needs preseason, man. The vets try to get out the preseason game as fast as possible. Nah, bro. Everybody need preseason, need preseason. Tom, Tom, so. Tom Brady need preseason. You know, you know what? Everybody you know, need preseason. Tom Brady. Y'all send me Tom Brady preseason. You know what you need? I just need when I come to Miami, I can throw it to you. When you come to Cincinnati, you know, we can throw together. They can't have that. Global pandemic. Tom Brady, oh, he was man. able to get with his guys a week out of this whole quarantine thing. They were all, all they, Tom they, Brady they, didn't wait, even follow they, quarantine rules. He didn't. He they were on TV. House. Yeah, they were on TV throwing it at exactly. the high school for a week. For a week. No, he had no, everybody they did, they did in his for a while. house. He did not follow quarantine. He even Listen, got dragged for it on the internet. So like, need, let's not act need, like he followed the rules. And, and y'all, let's not act like we didn't watch the playoffs last year when he wasn't throwing air yeah, ball over 20 yards. He looked old last season as well. they ever. The entire offense is run from the inside out. And you think if you could throw it deep, you're going to make everything in a 10-yard box, they were tending to Brady. Back with 06, 07, why did he throw everything deep to Moss? Why did he throw everything deep to Troy Brown? Yeah, yeah. Troy Brown. He, he can still Evans. throw it deep. He, he can still throw it deep. He got Mike Evans have a hamstring. Goblin, uh, Godwin has a, a concussion. He doesn't have them. Did they play the first season? Yeah, they did, they did. They I did. mean, the first they game? Did. They did, they did. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. He got two great targets that a lot of quarterbacks well, well, don't well, have. Yeah, yeah. But, We're overreacting. But, but, oh, that's exactly what it is. Overreacting. Okay, so how do you feel about Cam? How do you feel about Cam? Are we going to overreact to Cam? Or are we going to say that he's back to his prime? What are we saying? Game. It was a good game. It was a good game for him. Does it bother you that you didn't see him throw past 10 yards? Or do you think I mean, that's the offense he's in. The offense is predicated 
to what Cam does well. That wasn't a New England offense that we're used to seeing. Right. That it's was a, basically the Panthers offense all over again. Think about it. The same stuff. And Cam has been injured two years in a row. If he runs the ball 15 times a game, he's going to get injured this year That's, again. I, 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 agree, I agree with you there, but here's what I would say. I played for Josh McDaniels in 2010. He took over Coach Shanahan, legendary coach. And he came in and changed everything. And one thing I know about Coach McDaniels is that <clears throat> he plays chess. So what you see one week, you're not going to see the second week. week. Yeah. Like, and you know this from New England. You played in New England. They setting up stuff. They doing stuff right now to, 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 to set up things that they could potentially run in the Super Bowl. That's how they think in New England. So when you look at Cam, is, is he going to run 15 times a game? No. If he continues to run 15 times a game, if, if, like if he played with another team, and that's what they probably do. Like, oh, it worked this week. Let's keep doing it. Will he get hurt? Yes. But what I believe what Josh McDowell is going to do is, is continue to use uh, his skill set week in and week out. It will be different game plans. Uh, when you look at Cam, I don't think, S.A., that he was in his prime. Like, he was like mid-season form. He looked sluggish to me. Everyone was like, oh, he looked great. No, he just ran. But did he have that burst? Did he have that power? Did he have that explosion? No. In the running game, I'm looking at mm. week six, week seven, this dude is still standing upright. He's healthy. NFL needs to take note. Like, this dude, you got to think about it. He took a whole year off. He, he ain't played for a whole year. Do he have his legs? No, he still was able to do what he was he, he did in week one. I think the Panthers owe him an apology. Why? I think the Panthers owe him an apology. Why? Because he played great. And I think him healthy, is he's better than Teddy. And I love Teddy, but I think he's better. And they could have cut him earlier. I think they disrespect him, and I came from the Panthers, so, you know, respect. But I think they owe him an apology. I think he has a lot to prove, and he's proven it. And a lot of people counted him out. And him healthy, he is a top 10 quarterback. I think he's a top five quarterback. Healthy. Right now? Healthy. Right now? Healthy. Yes, oh. right now. So who, right now. Who, yes, right who, who's now. top five? Because, because who's top five healthy then? Well, who's top five healthy? Well, you got, you got Mahomes. You got Russell Wilson. You have uh, Rodgers. Rodgers. You got Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Still. I already said those three. You got three. Deshaun Watson. The, I, I think healthy. Deshaun Watson is, to me, could be the number one quarterback in the league. But right now, he hasn't ascended First of all, to that. Deshaun has been healthy. So That's what I'm saying. But my thing with Deshaun is he hasn't ascended to that yet. Cam Newton is a trendsetter. He's a guy that revolutionized, like, the position. Three years ago, B. I understand. That's why I say healthy. Yes. So what I'm saying is the modern game. Right now, what the NFL is today at the quarterback position, this is perfect for Cam Newton, a healthy Cam Newton, where you're dynamic, you can run, and you can pass. So if a healthy Cam Newton gets his legs under him with Josh McDaniels drawing it up, mm -hmm. there's no way he can't have his, his best year ever. I think best year ever. There's no way he gets back to 2015. Yes. Like undis the, uh, undefeated was that 2016 season? I don't care about the record. I'm talking about his, his impact on the game. That's what I'm talking about. Cam Newton, he's 30 what, 32? I'm not sure. He's yeah, 32 years old. This is his prime. How old is Russell Wilson? How, how old was Aaron Rodgers in his prime? 
Come on, man. You can't tell me a healthy Cam Newton. A 32-year-old that just came over, was it shoulder and then ankle? Yes. Throwing shoulder and then ankle. Drew Brees, a shoulder injury. No, 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 no. The Dolphins, your team, didn't take him. Oh, of course the Dolphins would take Yeah, but anyways. So at 32, after back-to-back years, you think a guy can get back to his prime. I think it's unrealistic. I think that thought is unrealistic. In the situation he's in now, it's possible. The Patriots do. Wes Welker. Would have been Wes Welker's on the damn Hall of Fame ballot. Wes Welker, if he stayed with the Dolphins, he would have been nothing. The Patriots can create; they they can take they you can. and maximize what you have. Yeah. They can do that. That's why they're the chance. This would be his best year because well, they can. I don't, maximize. I don't, I don't, I don't I think, know if he's ever gonna match his best year, I but I think he can. It. I think he can make a run, and I think he can make it. They're gonna run make back a run to, regardless. Regardless to the pieces that change in the wing, and for some reason they always end up in the talk. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Ca- that was Tom Brady. Matt Castle, but he's Matt Castle, Matt Castle. came in, they did it one front eleven games. <laughs> so but we we talk about guys out of that's descending. Let me ask y'all about a guy I think is ascending. That damn Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Bro. He's nice. He, he was nice. an athlete, athlete, nice. athlete. Nice, I'm looking at a quarterback right now. He's nice. Is he he's starting to be a quarterback right now. He it's like for me, I look at when I look at, you know, athletes, I look at guys, you know, that really like transcend the sport. And then also walk into like master, like like that master like space. And Lamar, when he showed week one, was like he was a master, because like when we see Lamar, we see like Mike Vick, we see him making plays with his legs, and we don't really respect him for his arm. And there's three things that jumped out to me: his football IQ, him standing in the pocket, like he was so. And and and, and it, which, which leads to my second point, which is his poise in the pocket. And the third thing is his accuracy. So when you look at Mike, uh, when you look at Mike Vick and what he was able to do, and now Lamar Jackson and how he's taking that generation one to making it generation two, I don't understand how anybody can scheme for this guy. He's walking into being a master at this position. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispie, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem 
of a detour. Because he can take off and run, and then he can just sit in the pocket and just chill and just throw it around with accuracy, with intelligence. This dude is just like really taking a quarterback position to a whole nother level. So is he about to be better than Patrick, or what are we saying? Well, uh, let's just make complete, sure that like, I want the record to reflect that you're different. from where. I want the record to reflect that I just respect talent. And I happen, where are you from? I happen to be from Kansas City, Missouri. But I also happen to know good talent. And I think that I don't think you can scheme for Patrick Mahomes who can throw without looking. I think you can scheme for him more than you can, can for Patrick Mahomes. You're a defensive guy, so I would love your perspective What's here. Stopping a Patrick Mahomes pocket passer or stopping someone that could also throw Have you seen run. Patrick and throw? But, but – but I would say Patrick because, like, you were talking about all them rollouts. You were talking about all the, you know, moving the guy. You can send double-edged pressure. You can send field blitzes. You can compact the field on the running guy. Exactly. What we do with Michael Vick, when we play Vick, keep him in the pocket. Make him beat you with his arm. And that's what that's what, he was. He could do it. Now, he, was, he could throw the ball. But if he breaks that pocket, he's great. He's amazing. In that pocket, Michael Vick was very good. Exactly. He wasn't great. So with those athletic quarterbacks – you can keep him in the pocket. That's why Lamar surprised me. Last year, Lamar was balling. Lamar, MVP Lamar, he didn't have that poise. He didn't have that pocket presence. He didn't know. You didn't see Lamar last year. Check one, check two, third option, bomb. He's letting it go now. You can, you can, you can affect a running quarterback a lot more exactly. with pressure and keeping them content, condensed in a little 10-yard box. But when you keep Patrick in the box, that's where he's comfortable. That's where he Super wants to live. He wants to live in that box. He, he admitted that I, he just learned how to read defenses, defenses like a year yeah, ago. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy. Sick. That's, that's sick. crazy. Like, he has only upside. That's yeah. it. Like, he just learned how to read defenses. Yeah, when he said that on uh, the shop, I was like, Anybody wow. else, they would have killed him for that. You know that? They would have. Any true. other quarterback would have said something like that. Well, because yeah, he's half white. If he was a black quarterback, it'd be like, oh, yeah, that's oh. right, because <laughs> black quarterbacks aren't that smart, and that's how we don't have to play the position. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. You're lying. I'm lying? <laughs> really? They literally did he, not make So now he's half white, so he gets the white privilege. Absolutely. He gets the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> they never, they have never said that Mike Vick is smart. They said that Mike Vick is athletic. But somehow, it changes for white quarterbacks. Absolutely. Or have white quarterbacks. Yes. So they say, so, so when you, like, you made a point. Ten black quarterbacks started It's the year of the one. black quarterback. It's the year of the black quarterback. You said that. It is the record so Patrick, number of starting so, black so, quarterbacks so week so one. So nine started. Because Patrick Mahomes is not black. He's half. No, Patrick Mahomes is black. He's but he black is guy. also half white. You, well, you have your, your mom. Your mom. Yes, I, I, I'm, half, I'm half white. And when you see me, you don't say, oh, there goes the half white guy. You say, there goes the big black dude. Let's be honest. First of all, there are differences in how people are perceived. And I certainly believe that Patrick Mahomes has benefited, not one, for having a professional athlete as his father. He's not the, um, the, the typical, quote unquote, black player that came from the hood and came from nothing. He came from a professional baseball player. Like, he came from a very affluent background. And yes, he is half white. What about Russell Wilson? Very affluent background, very great very family, very background. everything. Very affluent background. He's not background. half white. He's, does he get the benefit of the doubt? 
I don't know, but he's also never admitted that he didn't know how to read defenses no, 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 a year no, but, ago. But, he's, but he, he's, he's Patrick Mahomes, but not half white. So they're on a different playing field? I think they are different. I think that he's been judged for how he, you know, how he handles himself. And people have said that, you know, he's the more corny version. I don't agree with that assessment of him. I think there's variations of black, and I think you can be black in different ways. But I certainly believe that if a, if a black quarterback who didn't have a white parent if Lamar Jackson said I just learned how to first of all they didn't even want Lamar they told Lamar he couldn't be quarterback you got the best player in the league that went what 32 31 yeah, yeah. they literally and, said you you're not smart you're not good enough to be quarterback in Louisville he was very limited I don't know if they limited him with the with the design of the offense or what but he wasn't what Lamar's doing now I never saw when he was in college we we all know man come on you know this Black quarterback comes into the league, you know, it's all the discussion is how's his brain? That's everything, right? Yeah, does he have the Black quarterback coming in the league that Heisman winner, um, crush it, you know, lead the league in passing, NCAA in passing touchdowns. We're gonna put him out wide receiver, we're gonna put him out running back. Absolutely. I think that's real. But when we talk about Lamar Jackson and where he's at now, I think it has a lot to do with his quarterback coach, I think it has a lot to do with his OC. I think it has a lot to do with him. I think it has a lot to do with his mom, you know, and his kids, like, just discipline in his approach to, like, the offseason. But has anyone – has have you ever heard anyone say – you're on TV all the time. Has anyone said he is a smart quarterback? No, no one. And that's why I think he's most – that's why I think he's dangerous. And that's why I think, like, he could potentially be, like, something that the league has never seen. Like, we said that last year. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know, never another variation in generation two of Mike Vick, uh, Randall Cunningham, Russell Wilson. No, like this dude sat in a pocket and he was like, like chilling and just like, you know, number one, number two, number three. Uh, he only took off seven times week one. Yeah, surprised me. You know what I'm saying? Accuracy thrown down. The, he was 10 for 10 with passes past 10 yards. Like. Like we we haven't seen anything like that, and and you know what makes it special is Greg Roman not running deep, that running offense. Because if they can run the ball, it opens up everything for everything everybody else. else, even him at the quarterback position. And we talking about young quarterbacks that can revolutionize something with coach combinations. Arizona, Kyler Murray Ooh. and Cliff Kingsbury. They look, they look that boy is going to be in the MVP. he's going to be in the MVP running here in the next good. couple of years. They are going to be special out there with DeAndre next now years. with Hopkins. I think they, I think they're like dark horse. I think they're a team. They, they went in forty they look in San really Francisco. Good. They beat them at home. I think they could be the dark horse team to be like, like where did this team come from? Yeah. There's always one every year. Yes, I think that it's them. You got D Hawk coming over, and then Kyle Murray. What? You got Kyler, but you got Larry. Special. You got Larry, you got Larry in the yeah. slot. Just and you got D Hawk outside, yeah. and you got Drake in the backfield. I'm telling you, Arizona. Kyler Murray's special. The man runs, he never gets hit. He knows how to slide. He gets down, deliver every ball deep out, speed outs, and all y'all receiver talk, all they talk about, he can do all. I'm telling you, we're going to be talking about Kyler Murray like we're talking about Lamar Jackson. So we're talking about the black quarterback. Where where does Dak stand in all this? I don't like Dak. At all? Okay. I know why you don't like Dak. Okay. I know why you don't like Dak. Why? And you don't know why you you don't like Dak. I I love Dak. You love Dak? Dak, Dak, I did. He don't do it for you? No. He That's just, a personal decision. That he doesn't do, do it for me? That's a personal decision. That Dak is, in the, is always in the running offense, and then whenever he gets to the big games late in the year, they got to make it. He always folds. Can he make the throws? Yeah. Dak, Dak, yes. Dak's, Dak's the quarterback now. 
But what have we seen year after year when he gets in the late in the season, when he gets down into the playoffs, into that first round? He's going to fold. He's going to fold. He's folded. He always folded. They've put five first-round linemen in front of him and one of the best running backs in the league, if not the best in Zeke, and they still can't win anything of any significance. But the games that That's he lost, I don't. I don't know if he lost the games. The Are you saying that he lost the games? The games? Yes. He has to score more points. There was, there was uh, in all those games, so all the games. So if the team loses the game, it's the quarterback that loses it. it oh, that's that's how it goes. Yes. basically. Okay. When you when you're down by seven and you have the ball and you don't score, that's on the quarterback. Because I thought that I thought y'all said that like it takes a you know when a team wins, who gets the credit? <laughs> There's a lot of different factors, but that's now it's like the quarterback. That's why quarterbacks yeah, get paid the when most. The they wins, touch the ball the every time. There's times where the, where the when the team wins, who gets the credit? It's not always the quarterback. Okay. <laughs> is it the quarterback? You know that. Everybody when the team loses, that. everybody who knows that. Who they jump on? Everybody else? The quarterback. The good it's and the bad. You, it's always what's the, the saying? It's why they get the big bucks. Exactly. I think you could argue that for wide receivers sometimes too, though. What if they don't get no targets? Then it can't be their fault. Well, here's here's what I say about Dak, and this is why I believe like you know people are wishy washy on Dak, and it's like black and black and white, hot and cold with Dak. Is because I, I truly believe... He played for the Cowboys. Huh? Because he played yeah. for the Cowboys. No, it's not that he played for the so. Cowboys. Here's, here, here's the issue. is like, when you watch Dak, you're like, yo, this kid is special. He's really good. But he approached it from like a traditional standpoint. I'm Peyton Manning. I'm Tom Brady. You know, like, yo, you're a black quarterback. You got to overachieve. You have to stand in the pocket and be a traditional quarterback. That's not who you are, bro. Like, you can take off, you can run. You can be what Russell Wilson is. You can be what Lamar Jackson is. You can even be what Mike Vick was. First game, he takes off three times. So because he's black, he has to run the ball? No, here's what I'm saying. No, it's not because he's black. It's because he's capable, right? Like, uh, Baker Mayfield was capable of taking off and running, and he does that. But, like, I think he's overcompensating. Because I, I, uh, when, when Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, we talk about it every year. Oh, there you go. On talent, on paper, they're the most talented team. Facts. They're a contender. They say that every year. Correct. And when they truly are a contender is when Dak changes game and he stopped overcompensating, when he actually start taking off. He don't need to take off 15 times like Cam Newton did in week one, but like Lamar Jackson took off seven times and he truly changed the game. Can Dak that. do that? Dak ain't doing that, he bro. He do it, but he's a pocket passer. He's not he a, is he's a, not a pocket, pocket passer. passer. But when the game was on the line in L.A., in a brand-new stadium, open up this beautiful stadium, what is it, whatever it's called, SoFi, whatever it's yeah. called, SoFi. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it's called. <laughs> Games on the line, what did he do? He took off. Third and, like, ten. He got the first down. Yeah. You know what it does to a defense when a quarterback takes off third down. Two-man. You can't play two-man against him. Russell Wilson, you play two-man. Gone. Even Fitzpatrick. Russell, I mean, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you play two-man. He ain't looking for no one, no two. He ain't looking at us, Ocho. What are you doing? He taking off. Oh, yeah, let me set it up. One, 1,001, 1,002, I'm taking off. So, B, I think that's the thing with that. B, this man is, what's he in his fifth? Is this his fifth year? Yeah. So you're asking him to become something he hasn't yes, been in yes. five years. He hasn't been that. That's, yes. that's, that's not his game. That's that not is not his game. game. Then he ain't going to never be a contender. And that's why I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> we circle back around. Yeah. He's going to get to the big game, week 15, 16, to win the NFC East, or they might slide in as a wild card in the playoffs, and he's going to get but his ass But has he had more. great coaching? 
He didn't have great coaching, but he's had. And a quarterback I, I, needs a good coach. This, he has, and I, hyperbole, whatever they say, he's had one of the best rosters in the NFL year after year. He's had one of the best rosters, but he hasn't had one of the best Seriously. coaches. Yes or no? No, no, I, I, don't, I don't like Jason Garrett. I, I'm not a fan of that man at all. Yeah, the great, he was with the roster now. All right, so look, let's end this one. And <clears throat> you know, this is a. You want to keep going? Yeah, yeah, I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got one more All because right, this cool. is down high. We in Miami right now. We got to do Miami. You just brought up Ryan Fitzpatrick. Tua is healthy. He's not on the injury report. He's, he is healthy. His you hips, know this. You cover him every day. His hip's fine. Every day I cover him. Yeah. He's not on the injury report. He's just not playing. He's not supposed to. Why? 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 What? He's not the better quarterback. That's an indictment. That is an indictment on him. That's an indictment on him. No, no, don't throw that man out there like that, man. Why not? Bro, oh, man, think tripping. about who got thrown out. Now, you can say, there's the guys, there's the, the Patrick Mahomes sat behind Alex Smith for a little while. Aaron Rodgers sat behind some guys. Yeah. But, bro, Manning, Kyler Murray, you can, you can go through a bunch of dudes that walked in the league and just started ball. Deshaun, yeah, Russell, bro, Russell Wilson Vick. walked in the league showing out. Did you see what he had to work with? Yeah. yeah. Did you see what Tua but, would have to go in and work with? He, he, but do you get better? Don't, does he get better sitting there looking at Ryan playing? Yes. I, don't yes, throw him yes. out. You don't, to, don't, throw, him, to, don't throw him out to the sharks like that. Don't do that. Don't There's a lot that. you can learn on the sideline. Yeah, you know, you being able to there. see how Ryan, you know, he's a cerebral quarterback and how he approached the game, how he breaks down film, how he interacts with his teammates. Like, there's so much to learn. Like, to ask that quarterback to walk in that huddle right now and lead your team to victory, I think that's a no-no. But you have, a, to, so, you, you so, have to admit so, that so, usually people wait on the sideline because they're backing up someone that's great. That's not true. great or Bro. just better or more experienced. So, no, think about I, think, it. But you, I, think, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is better in it's in it, so, obviously expanding. So you right telling now, me yeah. that Burrow has just weapons galore? Oh, yeah. 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 AJ Green, bro, AJ Green, he lost his fastball. AJ Green, what? No. what are you talking you about? You think AJ Green, AJ Green, where AJ Green rank right now? with AJ, man. Yeah, no, bro. AJ, you saw that go ball, that boy. Bruh. You know how hard it is to track that that Very knee hard. hard. You saw what he did. Over it was out of that shoulder. Ooh. Ain't nothing wrong with that boy. Hey, so you can throw. So 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 a, playing a quarterback. And I'm asking really. Yeah. Y'all, my playing a quarterback depends on what's around him to play. Yes, him. I would say yes. Yeah. And because who's, who's yeah. play. because they throwing a lot of quarterbacks out there. They balled. and they throw. We, we have the David Carr where you throw a guy out, he just get he gets gunshot because he gets hit so they much. They killed him. They killed him. So you yeah, have both sides him. of it. But you had the Mahomes, but you had the Mannings. You got the guys. That, you know, Peyton Manning was garbage his first year. He was. He, he was, was garbage. Like, his historic. But he learned. So why can't why can't Tua be Peyton? Put him out there. Let him learn. Yeah, Peyton. Because here's why. Here's Ryan Fisher isn't good enough for, for well, Tua why. to be on the sideline. Well, here's why. You got a new head coach, and you have a franchise that haven't won in, in years. It's his second year. They really haven't won, for real, ever. Like Seven, since 72. Shula. Shula. Yeah, we right. first round exit ever since 72, I believe. You can't, you know this, man. You got two, maybe three years as a coach to show that you, you get can it, do it. You get it together. So you think the coach, the players, the people in that locker room, you ain't thinking, oh, yeah, let's let's develop to uh, next year is going to be better. You just went, what, what, like, last year we was talking about y'all tanking. Yeah. That's what we was talking about with the Miami Dolphins. That ain't happening, bro. So this coach. Uh, Flores, he thinking like, what's my best opportunity to win? And now. that is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. And he has to win now. Because you know the to. leash on him is short. And right. why is it short? Huh? Why oh. is it short? <laughs> why is it short? 
Why was it short on Hugh Jackson in Cleveland? <laughs> why Why is it short? I'm just asking. Well, so what are you saying? You think Hugh Jackson, he should be still head coach in the league? Like, come on, man. I'm not, I don't think he was. He, a, he bro, wasn't a problem. But, but is at least short when you won in 32? A no. one in 31, whatever he went. One in 30, 45. You have to win. What year is But that was it? You say it's what a short years? leash on Hugh, but Hugh won one game in two years. I, I think that's a pretty long damn leash. One in what? One in 31? Do the most of what you can. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I, I, I do want to end with this. Like, I want to get the people a little something. You know, like, football talk is all that's great, you know, but I think all y'all got here um, because you guys had, like, life principles. And I'll start with me, you know, but, like, I want to know, like, what were y'all life principles? Like, what do you guys live by? Mm. You know, for me, there's a few things. I, you know, of course, like, number one is faith. I truly believe that changed the trajectory of my life. Um, yeah, that's just, like, everything for me. You know, I just think that, yeah, that's everything. But then I think about some practical things that people can take away, because sometimes we throw religion in there, like people get lost. But like that's number one. Um, gave my life to Christ in 2011. But then I look at, like, okay, what do I do every single day to like help me get to that next level? Number one, I train. I work out. And I see a lot of players struggling because when they lead a the game, they don't train. And I just think, like, what happens, like, um, the type of hormones that get released when you train. That's one. Two, fuel. Like, fuel correctly, eating correctly. This dude, he eats McDonald's all the damn time. <laughs> I don't know how he how, how he lasts and how long he can First of all, you had McDonald's McDonald. before we got here. Today. Yeah, but that's, like, that's like every once in a while. Oh, he okay. eats, like, that's part of his lifestyle. But fuel incorrectly, that's number two. Three is mentally fit and approaching both the same, whether it's impairment or performance. And then fourth, the fourth thing is recovery, taking care of ourselves, going on vacation, taking care of that bum knee, that back. And then the last thing is trial. Like none of us got to where we were because of, you know, just ourselves. Like we had a team around us, people who, who, who like really supported us and invested in us. So those are the five things that I call pillars that helped me get to where I'm at. You know, I don't know if you guys have like one, two, three things or a person in your life like, there was like oh, these are things I live by, you know? Man, that's a good one. Mm. I, I never mean, thought I, about mm. it like that. Mm. Or just as far as life. Life for me has always been day by day, not knowing what's next mm. and just going each day. But having the discipline to do some of the things, what I, what I always do is, like, think about it. I'm going to work out with you eight-week program. Mm. Why? I'm not playing. I just find these little short-term goals, and I have the discipline to reach them, you know? So it's eight weeks of my life. Then when that ends, all right, I think of something else, and so I set another short-term goal and try to accomplish that. And that's how my years go day by day since I've been going. I find things that can keep me, keep me busy and keep my mind going and keep my body going, similar to what you're doing and just not in that same format in a sense. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, And now football season. I love football season because... You know, you gave me the opportunity to do, do the show. So this is one thing. And they got Bleacher Report. They have NFL Films, another show I'm doing. Then at ESPN. So it was like, it gets busy. Then when the downtime comes after the Super Bowl, then here come that discipline with the short-term goals. I got to activate for six months. And then there'll be a, a, a new set of goals that I try to reach. And that's how life has been for me. Like, that's wow. crazy that you asked that. I never thought about it yeah. until you just asked it. Like, Wait, what the fuck have I been doing? Yeah, yeah. And that's the, that's the way I've been doing everything. <laughs> like, day by day and not like... Um, 
the way the way you put yours. Yeah. Kind of weird though, right? You no, know, no, because like what I look at is I, as like, okay, what am I doing that helped me reach this level? And is it true for other professional athletes? Right. Because we all do the same things. Like we train, we fuel correctly, we're mentally fit, we deal with stress, we deal with anxiety, we deal with depression at times. But we also deal with those high moments, scoring that touchdown, putting on that yellow jacket. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like we, we have that balance. We know how to pro- approach both the same. We recover. And then the last thing is tribe. Um, so that like that's why. Channing, I don't know for you, bro, like if there's any life principles that you live by, your family. It, it Y'all kind of made me feel bad about to keep working out, keep eating good. I drink Pinot Grigio from the moment I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I drink me a cup of coffee and I start drinking wine. I drink wine all day long. I don't I work out. Morning. Brandon, Brandon begged me, bro, come on over here, man. Come to the house. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Turn you my phone over, days. go back to bed. But the two things I do, and it ain't been like way my whole life. Y'all know me. Y'all, y'all, I, we talked enough. At this moment in my life, bro, it's crazy. I don't try to mess over anybody. I think it, see, we call it karma. I don't try to cheat my taxes. I don't try to speed. I don't try to cut nobody off. I really just, like when I retired, I just laid back. I just cool. I talk, you know what I'm saying? I do the media, I talk, I, you know, get my pain out. Then I have, I think I have that vent. But bro, I just really don't try to mess nobody over. And anything I'm doing, I'm doing for my wife and kids. Like anything, any of the goal, like coming here, coming here today. When I got dressed, I'm getting dressed. I'm getting dressed to come here to better the life of my wife and kids. Like that's my, my, my goal. Y'all talking about that goal? My goal is to have my wife and my three kids in the best situation possible at all times. I love that. And that's what fuels me. I don't yeah. need no work. I don't need no hormones. I don't need all that. Yeah. I got my babies, my four babies, my baby, my, my big baby, my beautiful wife, Asia, and my three babies, bro. That's all I need. It's the craziest thing. I never thought I'd get to this point in my life. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. I mean, that, that's already there. You know what I mean? What he's saying, obviously the kids, obviously you have kids, but that's already, in a, in a sense, cemented. Yeah. You're already doing that anyway. You know, you know what I mean? So, but I needed something extra, you know, yeah. outside of what you already have to do as a father anyway. Yeah. But that, that's, that's, that's a well, good well, well, not necessarily because there's some people, man, it's just deadbeats, bro. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Everybody's not built like not that. everybody built like you and, and Channing, where it's like, you know, I'm taking care of my kids and I'm intentional in the, the development of them. Nah, bro, that's big. You do it naturally and organically. That's not, that's not, that, that, don't, that doesn't hold true for everybody. And I ain't grew up with no father. Mm. So I'm not going to fall into that same You're trying to pattern. break a generational curse. I'm breaking yeah. that curse. Honestly. I take off work to make a baseball game. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I mean, for me, I live my life, you know, one of my mantras is well-behaved women rarely make history. And Ooh. I have never wanted to fit the mold of what, you know, the limitations that people have put on black women and especially black women in sports. And so, you know, that's been my mantra. That's how I live my life. But then I also, you know, I believe that, you know, the last shall be first. And, you know, what everything that I've been given, I want to give back. And so, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. And so I don't take it lightly that I get to work with professional athletes and I get to, you know, have this you know, lifestyle and go to Super Bowls. It's like, I, I, I'm breaking this, this glass ceiling, but I don't want the glass to cut the people that come behind, behind me, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to leave the door a little bit more wide open for people to come and more girls to come, not just black women, but black women that went to HBCUs and, 
that guides everything that I do. And when you have a purpose and you live by it, you can't go wrong. It doesn't matter what I do. As long as I'm staying true to those two things, I'm going to be okay. This, Solid. this Hennessy to that. Yeah, yeah, that ain't Still no Hennessy. Hennessy. <laughs> yeah, fake Hennessy. Totally. You don't even drink. Yeah. <laughs> Right. People at home don't know that. Cheers. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get the pills. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike the skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wooden wheels straight up. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.